Christ died for us. God demonstrates. David has no perception yet of Jesus and Jesus sacrificing his life. The Apostle Paul writes us down that God demonstrated this. That before we ever could confess a sin, Jesus died for us. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We've been, all of our sins have the opportunity to be forgiven. He forgives all of your sins. In fact, Psalm 103, verse 12, he gives us this, paints this picture. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. God moves it out of the way because of his son, Jesus. And in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Whatever amount of debt that that was, Jesus paid it in full. Yet David wrote this, and he said, he forgives all of your iniquities. He says, he heals all of your diseases. Isn't it interesting that forgiveness and healing are now connected together. Well, it's because of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Psalm 139, verse 14, David says, I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. He forgives all of our sins. He heals all of our diseases. I love this one. He redeems our lives from destruction. You know, the, the word destruction in the Hebrew is the word pit or trap. In fact, uh, the example is a pit or a trap, a snare that would trap a wild beast or prey. Life has pits. Life has traps. Yet, all of a sudden we read, he redeems our lives from those trips of the pits or the traps, and that we can break through because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, because of the forgiveness of our sin and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be delivered from pits and traps. He goes on and he says, and he satisfies, notice what he satisfies my mouth with good things so that, what's connected, right? So that what? My youth is renewed like the eagle. Notice the connection of the mouth. We probably should, he probably should have put the fingers, right? People that tweet and text and put things down. He satisfies my mouth with the good things. You know, nowadays we've become so critical. I don't know if any of you follow Yelp, the app Yelp. I'll use it all the time and I'll go on and whether it's a restaurant or a business and you know, most people most of the time put something very positive, but then there's people they not only tear down like the waitress, they name the waitress, what she's wearing, how ugly she was. I mean, they just go all the way down, boom, 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 and then they post it, and it stays on there. He satisfies my mouth with good things. You know what? I got to keep my mouth shut sometimes. Tell your fingers, you quit typing those things. I was reading one. I thought it was really funny. A guy said, I ate at this restaurant three hours ago, and now I have severe diarrhea. 
As far as the buffet goes, this one was really good. (laughs) He satisfies my mouth with good things. What if we were recording everything that we said in a given day? Some of you already laugh, right? Some of you already gasp. And we played that thing back every night. How many of us would go, oh my goodness. We want the youth that's renewed like the eagle, right? We love it when people say, hey, how old are you? You look like you're 27. Oh, the Lord bless you. But David's connecting that blessing as part of our mouth because this mouth was intended to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Apostle Paul writes, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of Christ Jesus in you. You know, David had every right to write down, in fact, when it's captured in 1 and 2 Samuel about everything that Saul did, it wasn't written by David. David had every right to write chapters about King Saul. And how King Saul threw spears at him. How King Saul eyed him every day. How his own father-in-law wanted to kill him. How his own father-in-law gathered troops, 3,000, to try to take his life. David could have written all of those things down. In fact, he could refer to it back. I mean, every end of the psalm, we could have have read something like, and I sure hated my father-in-law and that spear. I mean, you'd kind of accept that. But his internal image was not the picture of the spear. It wasn't the picture of now being stuck in the stronghold away from your family and on the run. The internal picture that David had was of his God. Blessing his God. That his God was for him. That if he looked to the hills, he found strength and help because of God. His internal picture of God changed. Because he said, I bless the Lord, O my soul. In all that is within me, bless his holy name. We're going to lead in a song right now. In fact, uh, I would encourage you to stay seated. And would you take this as a time of between you and the Lord? You can sing, you can sit, you can pray. But would you take this time as a time of devotion? In blessing the Lord... Inventorying, inventorying your life. God, are there areas, are there sins in my life that I haven't confessed? Are, are there sickness and disease in my life that I haven't been believing and trusting you for? Going back and, and remembering every time, boy, I could say the places in my life that he redeemed my life from destruction. All of the things that we've never seen that he's protected us for. Can we just take a moment through this song, reflect back on the goodness of God, and let it be a heart of worship for us. We'll come back in a minute.
done great things for me. time and we pray, Lord, today, every family represented. Lord, even those that may not have been able to make it, you know exactly where they are. 
You always see when we lay down at night and when we get up, you're watching over us. There's not a moment that you've missed and you've been watching. So today, Father, we call on your name. We start today thanking you, blessing you. We remember back where we were years ago and what you've brought us into. But Father, we thank you that you're not done with us. You're new every morning. We understand and recognize the power of your word. Lord, we thank you today, and Father, I, I pray this, that the Holy Spirit inside of every single one of us charges us and presses us to bless your name, to pursue that relationship. Lord, we thank you there's life that's only found in you. That we can come to the fountain and drink and be refreshed. In fact, I wanted to read this one before we sing a song. David says, he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. David knew what a crown felt like on his head because he was crowned king. But that's not what he's referring to. He has crowned you. The Lord has crowned you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Now, when I read this, I think of David. David's a warrior, right? He's a fighter. He's a scraper. He, he doesn't mind to be in it by himself. Because, guys, we don't really usually write and say, you know, I kind of felt tender mercies today. We don't say those things. But David writes that, right? He's a warrior. In God, you know what he's found? Loving kindness, tender mercies. A God that didn't kick him out. A God that he knew he didn't want to lose that Holy Spirit. It was so tender to him. And he knew that that was the essence of his life. Everything flowed out of the relationship that he had with God. So I'd invite you to stand as we finish up with the song here. Would you allow it to be your worship to the Lord? Don't get caught up in the words, but let it be your worship to the Lord. Oh 
My prayer today for us is that we would not be people that forget. So when we remember what God did, when we get to that place again, we don't forget what he did. We remember that he's at work. That we would be people like Jesus, that they can't find us because we decided to get away with our Heavenly Father. Jesus, where were you? The people are looking for you. But he knew that his time of recharging and refreshing was only found through being with the Father. And even when his closest ones fell asleep, right, when he needed them to pray the most, he still prayed. And then we read that an angel came and strengthened him. Every single time along that path, God will strengthen us. And you know, we're never alone. Isn't that great to think? You are never, ever alone ever alone. Well, we're going to close service today, but we're going to continue uh, a time of worship. If you'd like to stay and worship uh, a little bit, if you need prayer, we say it after every service, but if you need prayer today, we want to pray for you as well. And yet, let's all take that heart like David had, that our heart of hearts is to bless the Lord. And Lord, we also pray today, even as a time where we pull a chair up to a table, and we fellowship with one another. We read that in the Bible. Father, I thank you for our church family. We are family in you. You brought us all from different places and you've put us all together. So Father, I pray that our conversations today, Lord, that we love one another, we encourage one another, we might meet somebody new, but you've placed us all together here as a family. And we thank you for blessing the food and the hands that prepared it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you. If you want to go, go ahead and go. If you want to stay and need prayer, please let us pray for you. <laughs>